Blog Talk Radio. Do you love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazingryradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to BlazingRyeRadio.com, click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. BlazingRyeRadio.com The great city playboy They're always around To help build your hope up Then help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing Worth singing about So now you're in And now you won't bag out Good evening, everybody. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blaze and Ryan. It is Thursday, November 13th, 2014. And I would like to welcome to Blaze and Ryan backstage the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you? Good. How are you, man? Doing all right, man. Staring at this yellow-haired girl, Mr. Jones strikes up a conversation with the black hair to a mango dance. You know she. I I am well. How are you? I am well, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, it's good to hear you. <laughs> yeah, what the hell happened last week? I felt like I, I was... I don't know, but I still think that that was the best show we've ever done together. <laughs> the fact that I haven't gone back and edited last week's episode is very wrong on many levels. I, I should not allow that to be penetrating the ear pussies <laughs> of our listenership. No, you should be allowing that to penetrate all over. <laughs> um, you want to know how many people listened to that episode? Let's see how many people listened to that one. <laughs> it's uh, it's loading, so too, give it a probably moment. Probably too many. Too many did. Uh, <laughs> 22. Wow, that's pretty good. It's actually pretty impressive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty impressive, 22. I, I thought it was going to be like 10. <laughs> wow, I, you know, for a show that you hear anything from, that's excellent. <laughs> well, you could hear everything. Well, everyone <laughs> on, you know, I could hear, Fogarty could hear and the audience right. could hear. You were the only one that couldn't hear, and it is I very hard to do. I was basically sabotaging the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> and let me ask you something. At, at a certain point in the episode, 
you gave up entirely, and all you yelled for the entire rest of the episode was, um, you got that right, Tommy boy. What was the strategy there? <laughs> well, I was, it was twofold. First of all, uh, I, I was trying to sabotage the show at that point. And try to, you know, try to get myself in there, at least, you know, so where it was, you know, you could understand me, but really you couldn't because I really wasn't providing anything valuable to the show. <laughs> and secondly, I was trying to give, like, uh, give Fogarty some jabs there. I wanted to get a reaction out of him. So I, got, <laughs> I kept saying, you got that right, Tommy boy. <laughs> <laughs> It was, yeah, it was it was weird. Really all bad. <laughs> you sound like that Usher song. Everything that I've been doing is all bad. Remember that? That was that was like Confessions Part One. Oh yeah, you got remix. that right. You got <laughs> Here that we right. Go again. Nope. But that, what's weird about that is I never called him Tommy Boy until that episode, and I called him Tommy Boy, and then you latched onto that, you retched out your hand, you grabbed onto that, latched onto that Tommy Boy, and rolled with it for the rest of the show in a very saboteur way. That's right. I rolled with it until the wheels fell off, and they sure as hell did on my end. <laughs> uh, um, you know how they have different types of high-definition televisions? Well, if you were... A TV. What resolution would you say that you'd be in? Oh my God! Well, I would probably be black and white. Uh, I thought so uh, too. One of those really old TVs with the knobs. Yeah. That you have to like keep hitting because the frequency keep, keeps falling off. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'd probably be like a ten by ten pixel rate. <laughs> <laughs> How many inches would the TV be? Uh, probably. Uh, about Without getting 40 too personal. Yeah, well, no, yeah, but probably about 40 inches. It'd be, it had to be it's, a big TV and weigh about a 1,000 pounds. You know, one of those useless TVs, you know? <laughs> Does it play content? Uh, it plays one show, and, it, you know, it has one of those old shows with the countdown is 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And all it is is uh, a, uh, a public broadcast telling people that, Color TV is coming in the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I would do. You know what I don't understand is these uh, these guys who they because listen listen weeks I for a long time now I have gotten by just fine with rabbit ears no cable just the rabbit ears and I plug it in stick it in the hole. And and on and it it play it looks beautiful. It plays perfectly. Content comes in HD on CBS, NBC, Fox, whatever. Um, but uh, a lot of people, whenever I say, "Oh yeah, I saw that on you know on TV last night," they'll be like, "Oh, you have cable." But people really have no concept that those channels are not cable. What do you think about those? Those people really piss me the fuck off, man. I think they have no idea what cable is, and I don't know why. They can't get it right. It's been like that for such a long time. It just doesn't make any sense. What What is wrong with them? <laughs> what do you think? It's, I, I noticed, man, that I am paying way too much. for. Like, I may as well just be buying cable because right now uh, what I'm doing is I have the uh, – I, I pay for the Netflix. Have you heard of the Netflix? I've heard of the Netflix. Okay, so I pay for the Netflix. <laughs> I pay for the Hulu Plus. All right? Have you heard of the Hulu Plus? Mm-hmm. 
And then I did a trial of Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, sorry. And I did this trial. You do a trial for like a month, and every time I, you know, do a trial of something, I forget, and then I don't cancel it, and then I got charged for the year. So I said last year to my friend Mike Torito, who co-hosted the show once in your stead, I said, uh, "Hey, hey, should I just keep this Amazon Prime for now, or should I, uh, should I uh, ask them for a refund?" And he said, well, you know, I just keep it. It's pretty good, whatever. So I'm doing the Netflix, the Hulu, the Amazon Prime. Uh, just There's there's too many. Oh, and I think I'm doing that Fandor thing that I for, keep forgetting to unsubscribe oh from. Oh, my God. So it's just a lot of wasted money because I've noticed, especially lately, that between the three cervixes, the Hulu, the Netflix, and the Amazon, is that a lot of content overlaps. A lot of it. Right. It's getting even more so now. So, however, sometimes there'll be that rare gem of a movie. Like last time I was in the Elm, I hopped on the Amazon Prime and found this rare Jason Bateman gem of a movie on Amazon Prime that wasn't on Netflix. So it's you know, I mean, what what would you do here, Weeks? I think that's a tough decision. I think well, you got a lot of services there, and they all provide their own unique uh, channels and movies. But you really got to go with one. You know, you got to choose. There can only be one. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I know a little bit about Netflix. I think it's pretty good, especially with the uh, TV shows. Yeah. Um, I'm not a. I'm, I I even own Amazon Prime. I mean, I can I, I can lend you my account because I hardly ever use it. I, <laughs> I, I never use it. I never use this for the, uh, you know, videos or whatever. Yeah. So. Have and you then used um. It to order things. Yeah, that's all I use it for. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. And then it comes within a day, right? That's right. It comes within like a day or two. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you gotta you gotta whittle this down to one service that you really like. You know, I'm playing way too much in cable. First of all, I don't even know why I get HBO. I don't even have an HD TV, and uh, I'm paying like a hundred bucks a month. It's just way too much. What <laughs> kind of what kind of TV are you working with over there? I, I got like a, an old Sony that's not even HD compatible, so uh-huh. I don't even know why I did that. And it's super mm-hmm. old, but it's big. it's it's pretty big. It's like forty six. You know? Wow. What? Well, yeah. what's the what's the point of a big ass TV like that if it's not HD? The stuff must come in uh, terribly. No. Oh, it's it's awful. My my <laughs> father was making fun. My father was making fun of it. He was like, you know, it looks good if you sit about a mile away from it. Right. <laughs> right. If it's like the smaller it is, then it'll look better. Um, that's exactly right. Uh, and then what do you? Th- Okay, and then the third one that we addressed. So we we got it. I'm I'm taking out the Amazon Prime. I'm using your account, and then that's fine. That's that's plenty fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then the um, although I guess we probably shouldn't say that on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the not hear that. No, they hear all. So there's that. And then um, Netflix. Yeah, I need the Netflix. I need the House of Cards. The Orange is the New African American. All that kind of stuff. Um. So I'm keeping the Netflix. I'll ditch the Amazon, and then here's here's the kicker: I cannot part with Hulu Plus. It is my it. This is my source for modern, almost real time next day entertainment. Is how I watch I my television shows. I know, and you've been a long time supporter of Hulu. You've been like a Hulu uh, fan since the beginning of time. I remember this. Uh, you do? It's, it's I don't remember this. Yeah, I remember you, you talking about Hulu all the time, talking about 30 Rock, being able to watch the episodes. Yeah. I remember that, like, years ago, way back. Wow. And um, 
I think Hulu was out before any of the, either of those two. But um, uh, that's not true. You are just okay. So you, you know, forget about the Amazon. You have the other two. Yeah. With those two, I think that's Stick pretty good. Those. I think that's a good solution. Yeah, the only reason I ever subscribed to this movie cervix Fandor was because that owner Tikel movie was on it, and I watched it, and I only meant to, you know, and then I kept not watching the movie, and so months would go by when I didn't watch the movie, and then I would get charged the nine ninety nine a month, and then finally I watched the movie, but I still haven't fucking canceled the thing, so I gotta go on and cancel that shit. Hit cancel, well, you, as Tamika Kid would say. That's right, hit that cancel button, but you gotta admit, you know, it was all worth it for that owner Tikel movie, come on, that was amazing. Yes. Absolutely. I would pay another $100. No, I wouldn't, but I, I, I would pay a good amount. Um, but uh, you missed a golden opportunity just now. You were like, you are a huge Hulu supporter, a Hulu fan. There's, I can think of something where you missed a really great opportunity just now, a great verbal opportunity. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, hold on one second. Uh-oh. Are we going into the Twilight Zone again? I really hope that this mother sucker is going to be able to call back in. Because last time when he did, it was a disaster. This guy says, hold on one second and leaves. Huh. wonder what's going on there. Anyway, I don't know what Weeks is talking about, Hulu fan. Um, he obviously missed the, the uh, obvious Hulu guru. You know, that should have been the thing that he said. Uh... I guess I feel like I didn't even have that until I moved to New York. So, and I think Justin McElroy uh, suggested it, and then I had to like it was one of those things where you sign up for it, and then you get a thing in the in the email, like a password in the email or something. Um, and I, I think I signed up with my old AOL account. Maybe we, that. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Where where'd you go, mine? <laughs> Sorry, that, that was an emergency uh, uh, hang up. Apparently, I'm walking in uh, violated territory or something like that. You know, the security guard had to see my card or something like that. I'm going out you're, way deep in the woods here for Georgia. Oh. You're working it. You're walking in violator territory. Is that like Buster <laughs> Rhymes territory? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh huh. There ain't yeah, never been a violator on Murder Inc. record. <laughs> you know, I, I've seen some clips of Buster Rhymes on Facebook. He's gotten awfully large, and I don't know what's going on with him right now. But he just seems like he's gone crazy. Is he is he muscly large or big fat guy? No. <laughs> Buster. I mean, he says every single clip he's like, I'm working out in the gym, working out in the gym. But he's gotten large in the belly. He's very large. Mm. Uh-oh, that's... I mean, it might have good. something, some disease, but I don't know. Sorry, that was a tangent. No, it's okay. Uh, I, I think 100% of the show is tangential. Um, <laughs> the, the uh, okay, so we were talking about, oh, yeah, I was saying you missed a golden opportunity with Hulu. You said Hulu fan, Hulu something. What, what, what do you think that I think you're missing here? Hulu. 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 <laughs> Close. I, I am. I sh if I were you, I would have said, "Oh, you're like the you're like you. You've been a little supporter for a long time. You're like the Hulu guru." <laughs> oh, you're right. How did I miss that? How you're the you Hulu miss? guru. You're the Mike Murphy of Hulu. Murphy, the Mike Myers. Talk. Mike Myers. 
Yeah, Love Guru, right? Is he the Love Guru? No, he loves <laughs> Zulu, the guy on Star Trek. Sulu. <laughs> John, we so you're, you're, you're the Hulu. You're the Hulu Guru. What are your weekend plans? Uh, well, this weekend I uh, changed my plans because I got in a huge exam on Monday. But last weekend I had some really good plans. Um, uh, my parents yeah. came to visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents came to visit. We went to Hill and Head Island in uh, South Carolina. Then we went to Savannah, Georgia, which I really am a big fan of. I don't know if you've ever been to Savannah, but no. I highly recommend it. Highly mm. recommend it. Mm. And... Uh, then I went to St. Simon's Island in uh, Georgia and Jacksonville in Florida. It was really fun. Jesus, you were uh, all over the place. Where? How did you have time for that? Were you on the vacation? Yeah, I had. Uh, I did that on the weekend, and I did that on Veterans Day, too. My parents stuck around for about six days, so uh, wow. we really racked up some vacation time. It was very fun. I can't imagine that being fun. I Well, you know, at first it wasn't. It was a little <laughs> difficult. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, I have to say, Savannah, I'm telling you, you should make it out there. What was so good about Savannah? Savannah was fun. I went to that Paula Dean restaurant, the Southern restaurant, and um, mm-hmm. that was good food. And then they have a nice uh, street called River Street. It's along the river there in Savannah, and they have a bunch of, like, little candy stores and shops and bars and everything like that, and it was beautiful. Then they have a bunch of parks. And I went to... Uh, um, I forgot the name of the park, but it's the park where Forrest Gump was, where it was the feather that falls mm-hmm. on the bench and lays on the, the bus stops. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very pretty. Did you sit on the bench with the feather? No, apparently they took the bench and they put it in the historical museum of Savannah because there were so many accidents that people, you know, people were stopping there and uh, they were causing so many accidents on the street. It was ridiculous. Weird. Weird, yeah. weird, weird. Hmm. Very weird, but but I did start talking like Forrest Gump, and people thought I was a little crazy. But <laughs> uh, uh, what was I going to ask you? So Savannah, it was very cool, and oh god damn it, I had something on the tip of my tongue. What was it? God damn it! No guru, 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 guru. So we were talking about Georgia, Savannah. We we're talking about these things. Oh, George. Was it? God damn it. No, nah, I don't remember. Anyway, so that oh, was last. Yeah, it'll come back at some point next week or something. So, um <laughs> that was uh that was last weekend for you. Weekend. Um and uh Oh, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. Um thank you. Yes. Thank, no problem. thank, thank you. you. Yes. Actually, something so on you. the Something on the outline in front of me for tonight's show actually reminded me of what I was going to uh, ask you a few m- moments ago, and now I've forgotten it again after describing this to you. No. Uh, but um, <laughs> let me let me ask you, were yeah. there at this restaurant you went to yes. in Savannah, Yes. were there black people? Uh, <laughs> I knew you would ask this. <laughs> uh, a lot, actually, a lot of other people asked me this when I said it once. Um, yes, but uh, um, you know, strangely so, they were only the like they were the chefs and waiters and waitresses. They were not so, eating there. 
no customers, no clientele. Very few, from what I saw. I don't think there were any. And what what do you what do you order at a, a racist establishment like this? <laughs> well, I went for the brunch, so okay. um, it was there was you know it was mainly southern fare, so it was you know fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, macaroni cheese, uh, pulled pork, uh, collard greens. Jesus Christ! And, this is all in uh, one meal. Dude, this is all in one meal, my friend. Biscuits, cheddar biscuits, uh, banana pudding. Oh my! Oh my! How long and was had, it? Huh? How long I had was three it? Three points like that. How long was it until you had to shit? Well, it was. <laughs> well, I had to go to the bathroom in the restaurant. That's how good, good and bad it was. <laughs> Did you consider? The consequences that would arise had you waited until you got home. Um, I did for a second, but the food was so good, I took danger into my own hands. <laughs> I took my life into my own hands and the life of my parents and the car that we were going to drive back in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we've uh, gotten onto the subject of defecating because uh, last week... <laughs> Uh, it was Thursday of last week, a week ago today, um, I went with my friend, uh, uh, Sherry the Lemon to go see, uh, Nick Jonas. Do you know who that is? Yes, Nick Jonas, yes. Yes. Just the way you are. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I know the Jonas Brothers. Is Is Nick the one that got married? (laughs) <laughs> what were you saying? Was that Billy Joel? What was that? Just the way you are. Is that a no, Jonas I have no song? idea what that even is. I love you just the way you are. Do, do, do. That's the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> That's the Jonas Bros. <laughs> so uh Nick is not the one who got married. Nick is the one who dates like a former Miss Universe or current Miss Universe or something. I don't know. She's Oh, okay. The one who got married is Kevin, and he may have been there that night. I'm not sure because people went nuts at some point towards the balcony in the VIP section and maybe it was cuz Kevin was there, but I don't know. It was too dark. Anyway, um my friend Sherry and I, we go to uh Will Um, I also saw that show a couple Thursdays ago as well, the Jersey Boys. Maybe it was a Wednesday. Or no, you didn't. Did you really? How was it? <laughs> Wait, have have you seen it? No, I have not. All I saw was the movie. How was the, How was the play? Ooh, I hear the movie's terrible. Is it terrible? I everybody made it out to be terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was just kind of bland. You know, it wasn't. You know, it was average. I would say. Oh, uh, okay. Uh yeah, the the it was good. I um uh, uh, I went over on my I thought I told you this. I went over on my lunch break to uh get the ticket. No! <laughs> Go ahead, and, sorry. And I like I I just I, you know, they had student tickets for $27, so I gave the guy my student ID hoping uh he would believe I was still a college kid and um he took he took my cash, so I'm thinking I'm I'm in the clear, but then he's like, you got an ID? So I gave him the ID, and he, like, looks at it, and he, like, almost gives me the ticket. Then he looks 
back at me. Then he looks back at the ID, and he says, Ah, oh, you, you look nothing like you do on here. You really ought to get that updated. They're not going to know who you are over there. And he, like, had a, like a smile, and, you know, we both laughed, and he gave me the ticket. <laughs> then I put the ticket in my back pocket, and as I'm walking, um, it falls out. It falls out of my back Whoa. pocket. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, did I really just lose a ticket? Did it really just slip out of my back? So then I turn around and start walking back, like, as I'm still trying to reach in my pockets and see what else is there. And I see this old woman looking at uh, an envelope. And I was like, excuse me. And she was like, oh, good. I'm glad you came back. I was like, how am I going to get this to him? Because there was no name on it or anything. So that was right. a New York City miracle. That was a miracle. And um, then I I went that night to see the Jersey Boys, and there was another old woman next to me who she got there and just terrorized me because <laughs> she, I mean, she didn't talk to me directly, but she started up this conversation immediately with the couple sitting to the left of her, and she was just like, oh, I've seen this 12 times, and you're really going to love when this lady in the white dress at the end with the... Th and she starts, like, spoiling the the damn play. <laughs> and then you should have seen this woman's reaction when... She, also, these were student tickets. She was about 100 years old. What happened was her daughter got her the ticket and then gave it to her. So she, like, I shouldn't have been there. She really shouldn't have been there. Um... <laughs> So she says this woman's reaction when she opened the program and the little piece of paper flew out. You know when you open the program and little pieces of paper fly out? Yeah. Well, it said yeah. Frankie Valley will not be played by the usual guy. It'll be Frankie will be played by this guy tonight. This woman blew a gasket. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. God, oh, I can't just see Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley's not even on tonight. And she starts acting as if it's the actual Frankie Valley. And then in in something I've never seen before or heard, she goes, she goes, Usher, Usher. And she yells to the Usher, Usher. Like, who does that? She goes, Usher, Usher, Frankie Valley's not on tonight. And the Usher was like, oh, no, yeah, it's going to be this this guy instead. And she was like, well, I came to see the other guy. Is this guy good? I don't even know. And the usher goes, oh, he's very good. He's very good. And she's like, oh, okay. Then she gets on her cell phone, and she calls her daughter. Oh, my God, Mindy. Frankie Valley's not even on tonight. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she's acting again. She's seen the show 12 times and thinks at this point that the guy who plays Frankie Valley is Frankie Valley. And I... I couldn't take it, so I asked the usher that I did not call usher. I said, uh, can I move back a row? Cause, you know. And so she said, you can, but if somebody comes with the tickets, you're going to have to go back to your seat. So I said, all right. So then I was like, all right, should I just suck it up? But there was, like, nobody in the three rows behind me, so I just moved back a row. And it was already, like, we were already in partial view seating, so I was, right. I, I was hindering my view even more to avoid this old crazy bat. Um, and then I watched the show, and it was very good. Um, it, it was, I would not say it's bland. I'd say it's very special. So uh, whatever, however they did the movie, Clint Eastwood, you know, he was probably still talking to that chair or something when he was directing the movie. Um, but it was, although I do have a, a friend in the movie, Donnie Kerr. Uh, shout out to Donnie. He's, he's in that movie. And he was in, like, the original cast and whatnot. Of, um, oh, wow. 
So on that, the uh, uh, the, the the show is very good. The understudy was very good. Sublime, even he was very good. Um, I I leave the theater to go uh, say hello to my friend who's in the show. Now this is the only friend that I made at my friend's Casey and Jeff's wedding in Chautauqua. Mm-hmm. I, I basically like knew nobody there, made friends mm-hmm. with this guy Rory and his girlfriend Chelsea, and that's about it. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I've noticed that he's been very supportive since, uh, since we became Facebook friends. Like he always likes my posts about doing this show and doing the other Blaze and Rise show and stuff. He always likes the posts and whatnot. And he's very a fan. He's a fan. He seems to have an interest in the show. He's, you know, he wants to come on the show. It's great. Um, so he that this week that I went was his Broadway was his debut on Broadway in in Jersey Boys. So um, oh after after the play, I go over to the. Well, I tried finding the stage door. It took about ten minutes because uh, I'm a schmohawk. But I finally found it, and and then he's like walking away from the theater. And I noticed he was talking to somebody. Oh, also, the crazy old bat got up before the final number and before the encore or anything and ran out of the theater. And I'm thinking, like, what the hell is she doing? But she did it so that she could go wait by the stage door, which had hardly anybody waiting there. So she would have been fine had she stuck around to the end of the show. Then again, she has seen it 12 times. So so she ran out by the stage door. I go over there. Um, I don't realize it's her. And so I was like, Rory, as he's walking away, and he's like, hey, were you here tonight? And I was like, yeah, and, he, you know, he was very thankful and whatnot, and I told him great job, which he did a great job. And then I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was sitting next to this crazy old lady who's seen the show 12 times, and he's like, is it, is it that woman over there? Because I'm pretty sure she just told me she's seen the show 12 times. Uh, and I looked over and it was her, and I was, like, screaming about her, like, 10 feet away from her, but luckily, I don't think she heard me. She was too enamored with whoever was coming out of the stage door next, but it was quite an experience, and, but look at this, John Weeks. You got $27 ticket to see a show, a Tony Award-winning show on Broadway. I, in my drinking days, I easily could have spent twice that at a bar, you know what I mean? So right. there's a better way to right. to spend my money, you think, you know? That's a good night out. You know, you get to see a show, you get to see your friends, get to see a crazy old bat. And, uh, you, you know, you, you, I, I like your, oh, my God. That was pretty good. I like that. And uh, you, had, you had an experience. And you're telling me, uh, telling me, telling about it to me right now. That's what he does. <laughs> telling a better to you? What? <laughs> yeah, that didn't come out right. You're, you're talking about it to me right now. Oh, Miss Daisy this morning. <laughs> what were you saying? 
I was talking about Sade better than Juan. We have no idea if she can really walk right these days or what. <laughs> does she does she walk strangely? What's wrong with her walk? No, don't you remember? Like seven no. years ago, she was reporting out in the rain, and a fucking drive-by car hit her on the highway. Oh Ooh. God, no, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, she like had to learn how to walk and shit again. She was off the air for almost a year. That could be ten oh. years ago now. Oh, oh my! Oh yeah, wow. no, she was she was fucked up. She was <laughs> hit out doing a report in the rain. Oh my! Damn. Uh, well, other than Shadi's... You need to get all real on your ass. (laughs) Misfortune. How are you? What's going on in your life, Sire Mine? Oh, this and a little of that. All right. You know know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. A little of this and a little of that. Say what I mean. said the old folks. (laughs) And... Who or what have you got for us for the Hot Mess Awards? Okay, my first hot mess, and I guess this is right off the wire, Justin Bieber has been ordered by a judge in Argentina to return within 60 days to answer questions about a little scuffle between his bodyguards and a photographer who I guess got sort of uh, roughed up last year when he was down there, you know, doing his whole... uh, Remember graffiti shit and everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Ugh. Poor Justin. Ugh. Ugh. Get Ugh. her shit together. And you remember how much we used to love her? Yeah, I remember. I, I even You and I were, her. like, so on the beaver train. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I remember. You're not believers and... anymore? Huh? You're not believing anymore? No, I no. I think I, no. You know what oh, I say? Oh, I, I say, think he's about. I think he's about eighteen months away from dropping a sex tape, and then he's going to be the new Kardashian. You got that right, <laughs> Tommy boy. <laughs> I say about Belieber. I say John Weeks. I say I'm still. I'm a believer, not gonna give up. I'm a work harder. I'm a believer. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You're sticking with your boy right there. Ain't yeah. you mixing your metaphors there? <laughs> How so? <laughs> Ain't that a Destiny's Children song? Yeah, the children. It's Destiny's the Children. Child the Children. Yeah, it's a Destiny's Children. Destiny's Children song. And who is your second hot mess? My second hot mess is you know this buddy Velastro, the cake boss? No. Ooh. Apparently, 1 o'clock this morning, he was pulled over by a New York City cop, uh, speeding, and he managed to test with a blood alcohol content of .09, putting him uh, well over the legal limit. And and he started screaming and fighting back with the cop, saying, you can't arrest me, I'm the cake boss. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and I'm like the fucking that. and I'm the fucking gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't touch me. I can run as fast as I can. I'm the fucking cake boss. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah, I can ice a bitch as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the fucking cake boss. You can't You're... touch me. <laughs> final hot that mess. Right, Tommy boy. <laughs> My final one is, if you heard about this friggin' 
Twitter war that's going on between Diplo and Lord? Abici? No, what's happening? Uh, apparently Diplo posted under the name, he goes by Baby Daddy on mm-hmm. Twitter. He said someone should start a Kickstarter campaign to get Taylor Swift a booty. Woo! To which Lord responded, Diplo, should we be doing something about your tiny penis while we're at it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oops. Ooh. Yeah. What was he hey, thinking? Diplo. Who? Why? Hey, why would? Dipstick. Why? Why would you ever say something like that about Taylor? Was it for att- attention? You think? You think it's one of them Absolutely. things where he's eating off of Absolutely. someone else's plate? I mean, I mean, she's the first person in what? 15 years to sell a million and a half copies the first fucking week of something? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. Uh, yep. Diplo is a producer. Is a, you know, he does he does those, like, mt, mt, mt songs. Mm, He's actually mm, done yeah, uh, mm. some Bieber songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's sort of a glorified DJ at this point. You know, it's like, what do they call those dudes? DJs. Ooh. You know, no, but I mean, they all, they're more than that. There is another word. And is it's not there? Producer, and it's not just DJ. I think there's Mixer. something else that they call that whole crew that's like, <laughs> that's like ceviche and that whole crowd. Oh, ceviche. Oh, I like ceviche. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wait. This one's got a lot of lime. When you put the lime in the coconut, coconut. they go together. Coconut. <laughs> Did you coconut. say lime in the coconut? And call me in coconut. the morning. <laughs> Did you say the word is a, a nictor weeks? What? Oh, <laughs> what you talking about, man? You didn't just call me that. <laughs> I, no, when you were talking about DJ and oh god, never mind. I'm gonna play an ad about ball buzzer rings and then we'll do jokes. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Frank mine up. All right, I'm gonna Ooh. pee. So if if I'm not back in time, you guys hold down the fort. Well, no, okay. just put on in a gotta to hey. be Looking for the right deal to start your love life? Well, look no further than BlazingRyeRadio.com. Click on the banners for AdamEveToys.com. Once you're there, you'll find vibrators, dildos, women's sex toys, men's sex toys, male masturbators, anal sex toys, Ooh. kinky bondage, strap-ons. And a few of these featured products at the moment. You got Adam's Extension, a Pleasure Enhancer, A&E Vibrating Silver Bullet 2.0, and the Adam and Eve Ball Buzzer Penis Ring. Just go to blazingryeradio.com, click on the banners for Adam Eve Toys, and you'll find a good head kit for him, Oral Sex Essentials Kit, Adam and Eve Deep Throat Gel, and Passion Packs for Couples. Trust me, you and your partner will be getting busy in no time. BlazingRyeRadio.com Wow. Yeah, I like that. Is, that. is that flavor enhancer? Do you think there's a vegan version of that? There was some sort of flavor enhancer cream or something. Oh, I know. Hello. I know, I guess it's... It must be edible, like uh, Ryan's diaper. Ooh! <laughs> that was a great soap opera, Ryan's diaper. Ryan's diaper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so 
Let me just pull up the jokes here in Agata da Vida, baby. Uh, and by the way, Living la vida loca. Don't ever leave me to hold on to Weeks' farts again. Isn't that what you said Ooh. to hold down his farts? You were you holding on to his... Tommy boy. <laughs> what were you, you holding on to his... Down, didn't you say to hold down his farts while you left? Ooh. Hold on his butt? His butt ass? His farts? Oh, you his said bike. hold down the fort. I bet you didn't know I was a natural blonde. <laughs> Mario. Actually, so... <laughs> what? Go ahead. The brothers. Boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. Who are you calling the butthead? <laughs> Mario Lopez told reporters this week that writing his autobiography was mind-blowing, mainly because he hasn't used his mind since 1993. Ooh, but I'm blowing. Ooh. I'd come out of retirement for that. <laughs> uh, he does look great. Super annoying, though. He's just dreamy. Gross. Fantasy Fair this week put together a list of injuries that made it into films. These included Jake Gyllenhaal cutting himself on a mirror and Leonardo DiCaprio cutting himself on a wine glass. Please, that was nothing, said Pandy Drew. Oh my God. Sorry, I'm sorry. Did, did you say Brandon Brandon Jew? I have no idea. Yeah, Brandon the whole, Lee. The whole beginning of that sounded like it was his audition tape for the Weather Channel. He was like, <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. He sounded like that? one of those. That is Al fucking Roker or something. <laughs> and one of those ladies on the um on the subway with the bram 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 bram, you know, like that yeah. combined. Yeah, very fair this week. <laughs> it's snowing tomorrow. Oh, that's my new favorite saying, and that's that's that would be my my tagline if I were a housewife of Greenwich Village. You know what it means? Just because just because there's snow on the roof doesn't mean there's not a fire in the pit. Ooh. <laughs> This week, Robert Plant laid to rest rumors of a Led Zeppelin reunion tour. He's quoted as saying, Very nice. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, because I'm all about <laughs> that's that page. Oh, but that's right. 
He's in the chat. He's in the chat. Vagina plaster from AdamEveToys.com. Yes, she Ooh. does because she's all about that thing. About that thing. All about that thing. No trouble. <laughs> what? Accidentally broke into a florist shop <laughs> last week when trying to surprise his friend in what he thought was her apartment, and then fell out the window. I didn't know Rip Torn moved to Melanie. <laughs> Somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> Somebody owes me a martini. What? what? <laughs> okay, I got to put on my little cat ears for this item. Ooh. Ariana Grande and Jesse J are going to remake The Boy Is Mine. Their driver's license have already been revoked. <laughs> Good. <laughs> the oh, boy. boy is mine. Oh. Microsoft this week fixed a 19-year-old bug that existed in its Windows operating system. The bug, Windows. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I had a 19-year-old thug operating in my Windows this evening. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, what? What? Oh. Ay, 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 ay. Isabella Rossellini <laughs> this week said it was weird that men masturbated to her nude scene. Uh, no shit, boo. You'd be like 150 <laughs> motherfucking years old. <laughs> <laughs> well delivered, sir. I like that joke. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, thank you, week. <laughs> YouTube announced this week that it's launching a paid music streaming cervix. Taylor Swift is already planning her next breakup. Break up with Spotify. If you're looking for a great new foodie blog that tells you how to eat on the cheap, walk into any Mickey D's and look up at that dollar menu, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yes. Any kind of foodie blog. <laughs> Ooh, the dollar menu. Throw some D's on that Mick. Throw some D's on that Mick. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of special sauce, Hillary Clinton is being noticeably excluded from the liberal donor group, the Democracy Alliance's Big Winter event. Wait a minute. I thought Bill Clinton was the big liberal donor. 
we just lost the man. Yeah. So the venue that we go to, Rough Trade NYC, Freddie Gibb, two days before that, was um, uh, there was a shooting. Two guys were shot, and Freddie Gibbs said Ooh. he was the uh, – he was the guy that they wanted to shoot, but he was like, they trying to kill, they killed Tupac, they're trying to kill me. Um, but who knows, you know. Anyway, there was a shooting, two people were injured, and then I loved telling my friend Sherry that. I was like, oh, by the way, the concert we're going to, yeah, two guys got shot there two nights ago. And she was, she was very scared. Um, then we went to Brooklyn, and we went to this uh, burger place that was around the venue, um, and... Uh, we realized that that was a mistake after eating there. Um, so I'm like, Sherry, I'm a little worried. I'm going to have to take a dunk. And she's, she's like, Shh. and we, we had seen all these like skankily dressed girls when we had walked in there before. Um, and and right. she was like, imagine if we say that to the girls. Like, I really love that top. Do you know where the bathroom is? I got to take a shit. And I thought that was really funny. And we were, like, cracking up in the street about it. And then we thought about it later, like, what if we actually said it to Nick Jonas? So, like, if he came out and everybody, like, at the end of the concert was, like, reaching out for, Nick, will you take a picture with me? Will you sign this thing? Will you sign my poster? Will you sign this? And then and then Sherry would be like, hey, Nick, oh, my God, you were so good. Do you know where the bathroom is? I got to take a shit. <laughs> I think it would be the most awkward moment of all time, but I think it would be hilarious, too. Yeah, it would be amazing. <laughs> so we go to the concert. We wait in line, and this I don't know if you've dealt with uh, with uh, ladies in their early 20s lately, but um, there's a lot, no. of fla- lot of flailing going on. So this lady is flailing her arms into me, flailing her arms like crazy. Uh, it was really driving me nuts. Like, have some fucking respect for personal space, you asshole. Um <laughs> And and so then we go into the venue and it was it was a great venue. It was, it was intimate, but it was it was sizable enough that it looked kind of like a mini Webster Hall, like where we saw Michael Jackson. It was like that, except a little minier and um, and more intimate and stuff. And like we went up to the balcony and stood over the rail. So we weren't down in that like mosh area. We were just up in the balcony looking over and we were, you know, right leaning over the rail. It was great. There were har- hardly any people in the balcony. Um there was uh there were a few seats in the balcony uh we we did not get any seats and we even thought it would be funny if we said to like i really like your top do you know if the, the seats in the theater will have like toilet bowls underneath them cuz i really got to take a shit um it was very strange i was like sherry i don't think there's going to be seats and she was like are you serious <laughs> um and then that's not how she sounds uh and then um Nick, uh, so we go to the balcony. Nick Jonas comes out and does his set, and we were uh, like, you know how a lot of times you go to concerts and all you see is these little white specks or little black specks that are are people's faces. Um, oh yeah. You can barely make them out. Well, from where we were standing, you could tell that was Nick Jonas. It was great. We could see, you know, we could see the the beauty marks, and we could see. And boy, is he hot in person. Like he's good looking on the screen, but man, is he hot in person. And. Um, <laughs> You know, he's all buff now. He's all jacked up for that role on that thing, Kingdom, which is either a movie or show. Have you heard of this thing, Kingdom? No, I have not heard of this at all. What's going on with Kingdom? I don't know. I think he plays a UFC fighter, so he's all muscly now. Um, But he was great. He sounded great, and the crowd was into it. The People were going nuts about someone in the VIP section. We think maybe it was Kevin Jonas. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. 
But um, but yeah, it was it was awesome, and it wasn't like you know the 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 venue it was sold out. It was the end of three sold out nights in New York, but it wasn't uh, wasn't so big that it was obnoxious, and it wasn't so crowded and cramped or any. It wasn't cramped at all. Um, so that was great, and uh, and and then yeah, I totally got a poster and stuck it up on my uh, my door. <laughs> yeah, I did that. So how's that for a little creepiness? Um, <laughs> Oh, you but, had a good time, man. It sounds like an awesome time. That was fantastic, and now I have a new crush. So now there's Brendan Urie, there's uh, Chandler Massey, and there's Nick Jonas. What, who would that? Chandler Massey? Who the hell is that? Matthew McConaughey? What are you saying? What are you saying? No, no, not Matthew McConaughey. Chandler Massey. He was on Days of Our Lives. He played like a a, a gay. Well, he was a gay character that came out that. He had a baby with his ex-girlfriend, and now she's in prison, and he's the baby lives with him and his husband, but the but the girl's in jail, and it's it's a whole thing. Oh, you're talking about Chandler Bing. <laughs> sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. Did you hang up on me? I'm sorry. <laughs> the first, the very first show of 2014, or maybe it was 2013. I think it was 14 though. Uh, Sean Broyles came on and Chandler came up and he was like, okay, go, fine, whatever with your Chandler Bing. And he said the same shit that you said, Chandler Bing. It's not fucking Chandler Bing. I'm not talking about Matthew Perry or any of that damn show. Fran, Frank. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I take it back. But it's okay. Nobody compares to Brendan, not even Nick Jonas. <laughs> oh, in this section. <laughs> That's the wrong song. <laughs> oh yes, you're right. Wait, you're right. You do you do the outcast song, and I'll come in with the panic song. We'll do it like in a round. You go ahead. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for real. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Sorry, Miss Jackson. We Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> or Simon and Garfunkel. Deuster. <laughs> uh, and um <sighs> what any any update on any update on the dog this week? Any update on the dog? No, but I can tell you the dog and Mousy will will all news all will be revealed in two weeks. Oh, two weeks time. <laughs> All of Mouthy. time. I can guarantee you that. Be prepared. I think that's Thanksgiving week, isn't it? So uh, everybody will be thankful for the information about Mouthy that week. <laughs> okay. Thanksgiving week. You're going to hear something about Mousy. And That's right. You may even hear her single with Martha Stewart and 50 Cent. <laughs> well, 50's on there now? 
Yeah, 50's on there. Once you heard Martha signed up, she was all about it. She was in okay. it to win it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. And what is your favorite scene in She the My Man, the Bane, the Bane, the Bane's Man? Okay, I got a terrible reception out here, but I'm going to try to do it off memory. It's not much. Okay. But uh, my favorite scene is She's the Main Man for Jermaine the Bane's Bane. It's got to be when a man of Bane plays an old dying robot sent from the future to save a lad named John Connor who's supposed to grow up and be a future commander of the human forces against machines and a takeover of all the world by cyberdyne technology. Okay? And the one okay. scene, this, this is the first time I ever cried during a movie. Oh. And uh, it goes something like this. Amanda Bates just knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I know now why you cry, but I can never do that. That's, that's my favorite scene. <laughs> She's the main face. She's the face. Yes, yes, yes. I think that was your best scene yet, man. Oh, really? Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know Amanda Bynes provided a score as well as starring in it. She, uh, well, we all know she's multi-talented. All kinds of noises coming out of that mouth. That's because she's <laughs> multi-personality, so each thing has its own talent. <laughs> That's right. She's got an unfair advantage over everybody else. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's so not funny and something we probably shouldn't make fun of. So, uh, you yeah, know, go, so I apologize, apologies all around. That was insensitive <laughs> of me to say. No, it was, it was <laughs> my fault. I'll I'll take the onus. The onus no, can be I on me. No, I will take the blame for that. that is, she is a multi-talented young lady who's beautiful beyond words. What is an onus, by the way? <laughs> the onus? That's Jonas. Yeah. Onus. Oh, yeah, Jonas. I'm, I'm Jones in for Jonas. You know, my friends Nick Fondulis and Caitlin Molly Turnour, they went to a Michael Bolton concert with signs and T-shirts that said Jolton for Bolton. <laughs> I love that. I think that's genius. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty sick. Like, who around our age loves Michael Bolton? With all due respect, I mean, he is from New Haven, and yes, I do have love for him for that. But, you know, she, he's, they're our age, and all of a sudden they love Michael Bolton. It's a little weird. You know, I gotta say, it is weird, but whenever I see those Time Life classic shows, late night TV, and you see Michael Bowen singing on there with his long Goldilocks hair, and he's yeah. singing, I won't tell me how I want to day without you! <laughs> I mean, I, I, I am loving Michael Bowen when he's singing that. I get emotional inside. <laughs> can, can you sing a little more of that? That was great. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all I, I remember. It just goes a little something like this.
and then to write a song about it. Jesus. <laughs> That's like uh, well, I'm proud of Michael. He lives in Connecticut, doesn't he? Probably. Whereabouts though? New Canaan or something? I think New Canaan. Yeah. Everybody lives in New Canaan nowadays. I don't know what so, it is. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene is the is uh, from uh, when she played a character named uh, Cal Naughton Jr. And oh, yes, and the film is called uh, Talladega Nights: The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. And here here it is. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, this is Amanda Baines' is Cal Norton. Okay. Hey, Ricky. It's me, Cal. Just wanted you to know I got your back, bro. No matter what, there's uh, something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an Ooh. offer to do Playgirl magazine and did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I mean, spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow that, I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs> hey, Ricky, Ricky, come on, man, wake up. Are you faking it? Are you faking it? Fake it! I don't know how much longer I can take seeing you like this. I'm not going to let you die here. Take Like some vegetable. I'm going to put an end to this right now. Get all this crap off of you. You don't need any of this crap. This is it. This is how it ends. This is how shake and bake ends. It's shadow time, buddy. It's time to go to Jesus. Good night, buddy. And that's my favorite Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. That was incredible. If I could put the phone down and clap, I would. I'm clapping in my mind right now. That was insanely good. Kid, if you got the clap in your mind, you might want to go to the clinic, though. <laughs> no, seriously, I love the accent that was delivered perfectly, man. Perfect. I need some. I need some work on my vowels. My vowels. I need some work on my vowels. <laughs> um, oh my god, that was amazing. The the other night, the uh, the uh, yours amazing as well. Uh, the the other night, this uh, this this kid, uh, Bmar, she tells me to do a British accent in front of this British guy so that they can compare the accents. And I was like, I haven't done a British accent since 2005. This is very awkward. And I waited till Brandon left the room, and then I sat down with him and his roommates, the the guy, the British guy and his roommates, and I I just go, I go, I go to the Grove, stop in at Barnes and Noble, and flip through my works, and. Uh, and I was like, yeah, it's terrible. And the guy goes, oh, it's, it's pretty good, actually. Uh, and, and then when I left that night, he like, it was weird. We barely talked all night. His name was Mike. We, we, we shook hands, and then he like pulled me in for kind of like a bro hug thing. And he goes, get back on stage, man, seriously. And it was, it was, a, very, uh, it was a strange, very profound moment. It sounds like a message to you that you've got to get back on the stage. 
It's, it's just, a, it was meant to be. I mean, he's just, giving you good advice there. That's yes. pretty uh, pretty amazing. Well, for now, it has been a pleasure remaining backstage. That's right, exactly. We're doing it live. We're doing it big. We're doing it backstage. <laughs> That's right. We're getting in there. We're eating Snickers. we we getting in there. We'd be like, why you ain't got no credit cards? Why you ain't got no magazine subscriptions? Get in that ass. We eat Snickers, eat Snickers, chew them up, chew them, close it up, and bam, manager. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. We bam in the manager all day, every day. <laughs> Band of the manager, we joyriding over here. <laughs> we joyriding until the wiener fell off, man. Hell yeah. The wiener fell off? Oh, the wiener fell off, man. Hell yeah. I can think of, that was a good song by Genuine, but definitely written and produced and arranged by R. Kelly. You remember that song, Hell Yeah? I remember that. That, that made Genuine's career. I didn't know I R. Don't. Kelly wrote that. I don't think it made his career. It brought him back. It brought him back, though, for a oh, little yeah. while. But oh, yeah, did anyone mm-hmm. sing "Oh, Ride It, My Pony"? Yes. Doo, doo, that's okay. Okay. Sorry. Yes. All right. But that, <laughs> like, like you listen to that song, and it's impossible to not know that's an R. Kelly. It's like, have you ever seen a thug in the club with the bottle turned up, hair bobbing like hell? Yeah. It just has it scream. I thought it was R. Kelly, and then then I look, and it was written by R. Kelly, but it's a genuine song. But R. Kelly and Clips, I think, are on the remix, and it's wonderful. You're right about that, boy. Oh, now that I think of it, it sounds like just like R. Kelly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my mind R. Kelly, baby. But my body, my body telling me yeah. Okay. Uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing, John Weeks? You're going to mess up her hair so it doesn't look all straight and nonsense. You're going to make her look like Michael Bowling, give her a big jaw line, go jawing for Bowling, and you're going to go out busting, singing out like this. Tell me how do I go That's how you do it, baby. Good night, week. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.